What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Frequency Podcast. I'm your host, Frankie J. Lopez. Hope you're all doing well. Before we get into it, please follow the podcast page, allow for notifications, rate the podcast. Also, follow me on social media at Frequency Studios underscore on Instagram and at Frequency Studios on TikTok. Consistent content, including a few album reviews that don't make the podcast. We got an all right one for you today. Gorillas Cracker Island. Gorillas, the virtual band brainchild of Damon Auburn, of Blur fame, and Jamie Hewlett which over the years has featured Auburn jumping into more alternative sounds in the world of hip-hop, electronic, and synth-pop. The group is known for not only pushing those sonic boundaries, but also crafting these conceptual projects that touched on social and environmental commentary, including some highly critically acclaimed projects like Demon Days and Plastic Beach. In recent years, though, critics have noted their albums being less ambitious. And that leads me to Cracker Island, and one thing to note about this project, to its credit, is that it has a decently strong conceptual component to it, largely touching on society's relationship with the internet, social media, addiction to technology, things of that nature. And for the most part, they do stick to that theme, especially on the relatively great first half. The title track, Cracker Island, kicks this thing off with a bang. The electronic synth-pop instrumental, the groovy bass line courtesy of Thundercat, definitely starts this album off right. Introducing the concept of Cracker Island, my impression is that it's a fragile society built on some distorted reality. The following track, Oil, is solid, but was disappointing for me. Stevie Nicks compliments the track well, but I was hoping that she would make a bigger impact. I think the way her vocals were included were just too subtle for me. And combined with an instrumental that isn't necessarily jumping out at you, and a chorus that doesn't stick, truly hard to give this track its flowers. But what I will say about this track, and this goes for most of the album, the songwriting is the most interesting piece, seemingly about an addiction to the internet and a relationship that is being damaged due to that addiction. The execution simply wasn't there for me though. On the next track, The Tired Influence, we definitely bounce back. More lighthearted instrumentally, the vocals on the hook are passionate, and the lyrics create an interesting juxtaposition with that positive instrumental about a high-profile person trying to find the positives in the world, seemingly through nature or simply existing, even when their own world feels fake or just not up to snuff. Following this, we get Silent Running, which has a catchy chorus but does grow tired by the end of the track. Omatayo's background vocals add some nice flavor, but although up to this point of the album the concept has stayed intact, they're clearly playing it safe with these lighter hooks and middle-of-the-road instrumentals. And the low we get during the next few tracks cements that sentiment in stone for me. Now, the synths add a pleasant psych rock feel to the track New Gold, but Tame Impala and Booty Brown both don't really have a presence on that track. Kind of goes in one ear and out the other. And what truly brings this portion of the album down isn't just the ability to try something new or interesting, but even the concept of the album falling apart. Baby Queen conceptually stands out like a sore thumb. The track seemingly about a young princess Damon met years ago, who he saw grow up in a dream he recently had. There is a slightly pillowy dreamlike state to this instrumental which was obviously the intent given the concept but for an album that's trying to push an overall theme so heavily this was a strange inclusion especially since it's too surface level to make a real impact anyways even when not considering how random it is in comparison to the rest of the track list tarantula is safe and instrumentally interchangeable as any other synth pop jam on here and now i've seen the track tormenta featuring bad bunny get some crap on the internet but it's definitely one of the better moments on this project somewhat putting aside my clear bad bunny bias i find the subtle caribbean and afrobeat influence to be a welcome change of pace. Bad Bunny has a knack for being melodic, and for an album that seems to be reaching for a more accessible sound, this one's a standout. However, at this point of the record, it's worth noting that I feel like we've all but abandoned that Cracker Island theme from the first half. At least it just simply isn't landing for me. I applaud the track Skinny Ape for its creativity, some progression and versatility shown in the production, especially towards the back end with the breakdowns there. A little messy, but I find that better than conventionally boring. For example, the closer Possession Island featuring Beck, largely a piano ballad with these jarring instrumental breaks, 
courtesy of some horns towards the end of the track, and it simply does not have the passion that I expect from this collaboration in an attempted impactful closer. The greater issue on this album is the safe sonic direction that could have gone over better for me if the concept was strong enough to truly sink my teeth into. No qualities that make this album particularly special outside of a few moments that are perhaps a little more captivating than average. So this is a five for me. Those are my thoughts. Do you agree? Do you think I'm crazy? DM me on Insta or TikTok and let me know. Also, let me know what you'd like me to review next. Until then, I will see y'all later.